This episode of Additive Insight is brought to you in association with TCT360, the event for 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence. Join TCT on the 29th of June to the 1st of July 2021 at the NEC Birmingham for three days, 60 features and a conference lineup that explores whatever stage of development you're at, whether it's evaluation, adoption or optimization. Register now at tct360.com. Welcome to another episode of Additive Insight, your source for news, interviews and comment on the latest 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence from the TCT editorial team. I'm your host Laura Griffiths, Deputy Group Editor at TCT, and in this episode I'll be speaking with Sherry Handel, Executive Director at the Additive Manufacturer Green Trade Association. The AMGTA is a global non-profit which was set up late last year to promote the green benefits of additive manufacturing in order to accelerate the adoption of the technology. Throughout our conversation, we discuss the AMGTA's mission, the sustainability challenges and opportunities facing additive, and how the mere existence of a dedicated association like this speaks to the maturity level of the industry as a whole. If you like what you hear, you can get your free print subscription to CCT Magazine and receive the biggest 3D printing news stories of the week delivered straight to your inbox with our Additive Insight newsletter by subscribing at tctmagazine.com. You can also let us know what you think on social at the TCT Magazine and join in the discussion on the Additive Manufacturing Global Community Discord. And so first of all, Sherry, thanks very much for joining us today on the Additive Insight podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. Um, so we're here to talk about the Additive Manufacturer Green Trade Association, uh, which was founded last November um, with Metal AM specialist Centavia. You came on board um, back in February earlier this year. So what was it that appealed to you about the organization and the additive industry to begin with? Well, several aspects about the AMGTA uh, executive director role itself appealed to me. Building an organization from scratch that provides essential benefits to its members in a fast-growing and disruptive industry was incredibly appealing to me. And this coupled with my keen interest and background in sustainability and corporate social responsibility made this opportunity really stand out. So I had a good understanding of how rapid prototyping was being used extensively in the startup world. And I had some knowledge about low volume 3D printing already. And I was also aware of the growth of additive manufacturing as an industry and how it was scaling at double, um, double digit growth rates annually. Mm-hmm. So I knew that this would be uh, an excellent opportunity to use my combined startup expertise, nonprofit experience, and business development skill, uh, skills to build this much-needed industry trade group. But the icing on the cake for me really was when I viewed the TEDx talk on green manufacturing that the executive recruiter had sent to me prior to my in-person interview in the January of this year. And this compelling talk featured Brian Neff, the CEO of Centavia, and he's the founder brainchild of the AMGTA. And in this TEDx talk, Brian was sharing a case example of a redesigned optimized turbine bracket for a commercial jet. And in the talk, he extrapolated the weight savings compared to a traditionally manufactured bracket across an average sized jet fleet and analyzed that impact the lightweight bracket would have on the environment both from a fuel savings and reduction of CO2 emissions standpoint, and they were significant. So this, this video really made an impression on me, and I knew that building an organization whose mission was to promote the environmental benefits of additive manufacturing would be an, impro- um, 
incredibly important, inspiring work. So I walked into the interview very excited about the opportunity and well prepared to discuss why I thought I was the right person to lead the AMGTA. And here I am. And as you just mentioned there, you know, being the right person for, for this role, you already had quite a lot of experience already um, at board level in helping to scale nonprofits, both in sustainability and technology as well. And, you know, you're also the founder and, and former chief operating officer of a clean tech startup called Energy Harvester. So lots of experience um, coming into the, this industry. Are there any lessons there that you maybe learned from those industries that you think could be transferable and, and viable to the additive sector? Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. The greatest lessons that I have learned from my collective experiences are the importance of leadership, innovation, creativity, risk-taking, flexibility, and resiliency. Mm -hmm. um, and these lessons can be real strengths, as we saw in the 3D printing industry, when players throughout rose to the challenge during this COVID-19 pandemic. And as we saw companies stepping up around the world to fill the gap left by severe supply chain disruptions to meet the needs for production of face masks and shields, test kit swabs, and other critical PPE, plus, of course, um, sustainability leader materialized with their hands-free door openers and also others coming to play um, to produce parts for ventilators. So these companies, through strong leadership, risk-taking, innovation, creativity, flexibility, and resiliency, uh, met the challenges and saved lives in their own communities and throughout the world by providing this critical PPE and medical parts, medical equipment parts to meet the needs of hospitals and healthcare uh, facilities. So I think these very same lessons um, that we already saw of leadership, innovation, creativity, risk-taking, flexibility and resiliency can also be applied and adopted to uh, improve sustainability within AM itself. Mm -hmm. It's interesting that you mentioned materialized there, particularly in the context of how 3D printing has really risen to the challenge in terms of the pandemic, because we spoke with um, materialized um, CEO Fried von Kran and, um, a couple of months back now, and he described the um, 3D printing being used in the pandemic as kind of like a, a short-term prototype for how we may deal with problems around um, other challenges like sustainability going forward. So I think you're right. I think it's a really um great example unfortunately and you know in a kind of a, a troubling times at the minute of how additive manufacturing can really help out in these and um, you know challenging situations definitely and so you you described earlier you've seen this uh, this ted talk of course with centavia um you know learning about these um sustainable and um, benefits across aerospace and some of these amazing savings that, that can be achieved so can you talk a little bit about the amgta's mission and, and why it was first founded Yes, uh, the AMTTA was founded to promote the environmental benefits of AM over traditional manufacturing methods like casting, forging, and milling, and of course there's others. And while the economic and technical superiority of additive manufacturing is well known within key industries, its benefits and sustainability are often less well understood. So the AMGTA was founded specifically to promote these benefits within key industries and to the public in general. The organization is a global and unaffiliated nonprofit organization open to any additive manufacturer or industry stakeholder that meets certain criteria related to sustainability of production or processes. Mm -hmm. So joining the AMGTA will provide member companies with the opportunity to support the organization's mission of promoting the environmental benefits of AM, again, within these key industries and to the general public. And we intend to provide a forum for members to share 
ideas and develop ways to improve the environmental benefits of the AM industry. And in addition, we are focused on promoting the adoption of AM as an alternative to traditional manufacturing, developing best practices in additive manufacturing, and helping our member companies grow their businesses and acquire new customers. And we'll talk a little bit later on about how companies can can join and get involved with the association. But um, recently, it was announced that the association had commissioned um, its very first research project, which will be um, a literature-based review of the kind of environmental sustainability of metal additive manufacturing. So can you talk a little bit about what that research will entail and, and the kind of key aims of it? Yeah, in uh, June 2020, the AMGTA commissioned our first research project through the Technical University of Delft in the Netherlands to review existing literature relating to the subject of uh, environmental sustainability within metal AM. And for this research paper, we selected a leading researcher in the field of sustainable engineering who has a strong background also in AM research. So his team is currently examining and reviewing academic research that's already been published. And we're planning to have this study ready to share with industries and other stakeholders at Formnext 2020. Mm-hmm. And we felt a summary of what research is currently out there would be a really good starting point as we begin to generate new research topics. And in addition, um, there's two other projects that we're working on. Uh, we are working with a major research university here in the United States to commission a true life cycle analysis of an additive manufactured aerospace component in, uh, compared to an identical cast part. And this groundbreaking research, which we expect to be completed by the end of 2021, will be the first real life cycle assessment to be conducted, or one of the first, I should say, um, directly comparing an additive manufactured part to a cast part. So we're really excited to see the case study results. And then we also plan to work with leading metal AM powder companies to develop a set of global standards to properly and cost-effectively recycle powder that has been blown off a build chamber in the powder bed fusion process. And this waste powder is known as powder condensate. And our goal is to have these standards available in early 2021. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point, especially the um the comparison between the the additive part and the conventionally uh, manufactured part, because we often draw comparisons in terms of um how long something takes to manufacture or or maybe just the the weight savings or material cost. But it'd be really interesting to see what that looks like across an entire part's life cycle. Yes, and with it a full life cycle analysis, which is you know really really important. So you're looking at the full picture of environmental impact. Mm-hmm. And of course, we've talked a lot about about metals, and this was, as you explained, the the brainchild of of, of Centavia. So I just wondered if if there are going to be any um, further uh, is is there going to be any further research um, carried out in terms of the polymer side of the additive industry? Yeah, although our uh, initial research projects, like the literature review I mentioned, the aerospace component study, and the powder condensate standards, are all focused on metal AM, we anticipate that our future research in, uh, initiatives we'll look at research on polymers and other materials that our membership is interested in learning more about. And so um, earlier this year, as, as many things have, have come to change over the past few months, uh, we were supposed to host the Additive Manufacturing and um, Green Manufacturing, a crucial partnership panel back at Rapid Plus TCT um, in April, which, of course, um, you were going to be to be hosting for us with, with a number of companies um, who were really looking at sustainability as a, as a key issue. 
Um, I'd like you to just elaborate a little bit on on what we might mean by by partnership there. And you know, is is that about um, you know bringing in a cross industry collaboration from people like materials companies, perhaps, or maybe post processing companies, so that it's not just about uh, the actual manufacturing side, but about the the entire value chain and and making partnerships throughout that. Yes, this critical partnership panel um, was to discuss the sustainability initiatives underway within each of the four companies that were to be represented on the panel. And as the panel discussion would have revealed, had it been held, is that in order to um, for these companies to achieve their sustainability goals, cross-industry collaborations ranging from partnerships with material suppliers, vendors, software companies, uh, post processing companies, as you mentioned, third-party certification organizations, as well as other key players, um, really are needed to be established or are already in the works at the time. So the key takeaway is that sustainability cannot be achieved in a silo or a vacuum. It really requires partnerships with key stakeholders along the value chain and even beyond for sustainability initiatives to move from wishful thinking to impactful action. Mm-hmm. And we think we, we really need to think beyond the internal company silo and expand again to consider these key stakeholders. Also from employees to customers, again, vendors, communities, government, nonprofit organizations, independent certification entities, educational institutions, and many other constituents to fully understand the impact that we have on the environment, our communities and the world at large. So we really are interconnected and by appreciating, embracing and accepting this and incorporating it into our plans, we can really change the world for the better. And so obviously we're looking now at this this first bit of, um, of, of research that's going to be undertaken and it's going to you know look at the, the metal side of additive manufacturing. So I just wanted to ask you, what do you think or, or what does the organisation um, see for starters as the, the key challenges or opportunities as well that are facing additive right now in terms of being a sustainable process? Are there any key areas that the association is, is going to focus on to begin with? Yeah, I really love the way you worded this question. What are the key challenges or opportunities facing additive right now in terms of sustainability? The flip side of a problem or a challenge is an opportunity, and there are so many opportunities. The bulk of the existing research on the AM industry as it relates to sustainability tends to focus, for example, on material waste, energy use, and emissions. So these three primary areas, and a lot of these studies just focus on only one of those primary areas. Very seldomly do you see them incorporating other other areas in the studies. They they tend to be um, very limited. So there really isn't much research out there um, focusing on life cycle assessment either, of what it takes to produce a part or a product from an environmental perspective, from full cradle to grave, from the beginning all the way to the end of use of life of that part or product even. So at the AMGTA, we are focusing our research initiatives using life cycle assessment or life cycle analysis. Those terms are both used interchangeably. They mean the same thing, known as LCA. So LCA means fully considering uh, considering what it takes to produce a part from, in the case of AM metal, from the ore that's mined out of the ground, processed and refined to the AM powder through the gas atomization process transported and then the energy used in the machine to produce that part the emissions produced all along the way including transportation at different stages and there are many 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 steps that i haven't even mentioned here 
up and through that part eventual you know death if you will where it's no longer useful and it either gets discarded or recycled or maybe even upcycled um, so we really want to understand what the environmental impacts are all along the way from start to finish mm -hmm. And I really appreciate the fact that you've mentioned the, the many steps there that it takes even just to get the, the actual material and process for and make it ready for additive manufacturing. I mean, we, we, we do sometimes see additive as a as a kind of sustainable technology because it promotes less waste due to only using the material we need compared to traditional processes where you're machining from a block, etc. And um, I mean, in that regard, do you think that additive is already in a slightly better position than, say, more traditional technologies to, to take? on the challenge of sustainability with, with having those benefits already embedded or do you think maybe we we kind of overlook all those various process steps that have to happen in order to, to allow a part to be manufactured? So yes, absolutely. I do think um, there's a lot of inherent sustainability in the process of additive uh, manufacturing. Uh, and a key part of what the AMGTA is doing in the life cycle assessment is allowing us to better understand the environmental impacts of mm -hmm. AM. So it's the really good that we kind of know a little bit about, um, but better understanding that, but also what could be the bad and even the very, very ugly. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a really bad thing that we find a particular area may be a significant problem. This mm -hmm. just means that we have an opportunity, to, again, to rise to the challenge and find innovative and collaborative ways to mitigate that problem. So I think the more that we know, the better we can pay attention to those problematic areas where negative environmental impacts and make uh, incremental improvements over time. And maybe some of those improvements will be more than just incremental. They might even be um, significant. Mm -hmm. And it's like anything. If you don't know what you're up against and how are you going to make any changes for the better. So the research findings are not only expected to always be um, positive, however, I am very confident that every AMGTA Commission research project will ultimately lead to actions that will have a positive impact on our environment and the industry as a whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think one of the upcoming projects that you mentioned um, earlier, the idea of, of creating these kind of standards and, and certifications are, are, are really going to, to push that going forward because that's just a, that's a, another key challenge that we're, we're kind of constantly talking about in additive manufacturing, about kind of having this this groundwork of, of standards that, that we can follow. And I think that will really help with, uh, with any challenges around sustainability. Yes, yes, definitely. And so we've spoken a little bit about comparing um, additive to some of the traditional processes. I mean, additive, it sounds like an, a new technology, as we know, it's been around for, for over 30 years now. And we are seeing it being used more and more in these um, these big manufacturing scenarios and more and more companies um, adopting the technology for end use parts. So do you think the fact that an, organi an organization like this exists, do you think that speaks to the maturity levels of additive manufacturing, you know, that were at a point now where AM is being used as a serious manufacturing technology and therefore we really need to be thinking about these issues like sustainability. Yes, it's our responsibility. And as we talked a little bit about inherent in the AM process, there are several positive environmental benefits already in additive manufacturing versus traditional subtractive processes. And most notably, I think we really know that there's considerably less waste in AM versus subtractive mm. manufacturing. With additive, you start with absolutely nothing to build a part, and theoretically, you only use what you need, but we know that that's not 100% always the case. There is some, you know, 
in the case of AM powder, for instance, there's some that doesn't get used. Um, whereas with subtractive, you start with a block of metal, for instance, and take the material away to create the part. So through rigorous, independent, and ongoing research, the AMGTA will be an instrumental and independent key industry player positioned to take on the sustainability challenge. And our plan is to publish our research findings and share them with industry and with the public, as well as other key stakeholders. And this research will determine what our eco footprint is now, while also revealing what we need to focus on in the future to make the AM industry even more sustainable. Mm-hmm. And do you think that some of this AMGTA research will maybe um, um, kind of help give um, a bit of a confidence boost uh, for additive manufacturing, say for those manufacturers that, that aren't too sure about taking the leap to adopt the technology yet, but maybe when they see research like this and the fact that it is sustainable and, and kind of the benefits that it offers, do you think that will help um, switch people over to additive? Oh, definitely. We, we expect that um, this will help adoption within the AM industry. And I think that's also going to be driven by customers saying you know, to, to their supply chain, hey, we really need to better understand um, what sustainability initiatives you have underway. And if you don't have them, you know, you really need to consider doing something quickly because we are looking at other options. You know, I think this is also being driven by the customer base. Uh, more so now than it used to be. And um, I think that spurred some companies to actually take action. And and I do expect that to continue. So throughout this entire podcast series, we've spoken to various additive manufacturing CEOs and and company founders about what they're doing to tackle sustainability in their own organizations. And through the various people we've spoken to, it's pretty evident that that there is definitely a passion for sustainability amongst our industry leaders, which is a, a great thing to hear. So what can we be doing to keep that momentum going and really ensure that that passion does go towards making some tangible change? Sure. As companies tackle sustainability in their own organizations, they are having a positive impact on the circular loop by providing value-added parts, products, and services. And through sustainability initiatives, companies are reducing the waste produced, improving Mm -hmm. the manufacturing environment of their workers, lessening the distance parts and products travel, improving inventory efficiencies in some cases, finding innovative ways to use new materials, included including uh, bio-renewable materials, and many other ways. So all these efforts are having a huge collective positive impact. And this momentum is continuing, and sustainability is getting more attention and recognition as a result. So just as 3D printing harnessed its passion to make a difference and tackle the challenges and opportunities presented by the COVID-19 pandemic, the same thing can be done to advance sustainability in this industry. So, for instance, we saw, again, how those supply chain disruptions and logistics uh, hurdles were countered with the print-on-demand efficiencies, shared CAD files, and other resources, as well as the leveraging of community relationships that already existed, and then they became expanded to provide these critical PPE, um, such as face shields, testing swabs, and medical equipment parts. So we've collectively learned how to leverage additive manufacturing in ways we've never seen before. And as the AM industry continues to grow, we will continue to iterate and evolve just as we did through the COVID-19 pandemic. So we are, I think, well positioned to tackle the next frontier, sustainability in AM, to improve our collective environmental impact industry-wide. 
And so finally then, how do companies that are interested get involved with the AMGTA? And can you talk about any um, current members or industries that, that people are particularly interested from? Yeah, so companies in the AM industry that are interested in getting involved with the AMGTA can go to our website at AG, uh, amgta.org to learn more. So by clicking on the Contact Us page, there's a place where you can submit an inquiry and request a meeting with me to learn more about the AMGTA, including membership options available to your company. So since my arrival, I've been working on building up our membership roles uh, and have made great progress despite a difficult global economy. And there are a number of companies that are looking to join. Um, With respect to the founding member level, that's our sustaining membership level, Two of the seven seats that uh, we have available are currently filled, one by Centavia, um, the leading independent additive manufacturer in the aerospace and de- uh, defense industries, and QC Laboratories, an industrial and commercial non-destructive testing laboratory. And joining us soon will be Tayo Nippon Sanso, otherwise known as TNSC, a Japanese-based world leader in providing a stable supply of industrial gases to a variety of industries. And I'm in discussions with many AM global companies and research research, uh, organizations with um, to fill these, I should say, these four remaining spots. So several leading AM companies are seriously considering joining, and we're expecting to announce them soon. And um, we do expect to put out a press release to get the word out about our new founding member companies, and we'll be sending that to the trade media. And regarding participating members, we've recently um, welcomed EOS, a leading technology provider worldwide for industrial 3D printing of metal and polymers uh, to the AMGTA. And today, just today, we're welcoming Amexi, whose mission is to accelerate the adoption of additive manufacturing in Sweden's key industries. Wow, some breaking news there as well. (laughs) Yeah, just today, yeah. We've been expecting and it, it's great to hear that some of those companies are coming from quite um, a diverse range of um, of kind of of sectors as well. You know, you've got your kind of hardcore additive manufacturing companies as well, but you've also got, um, you know, as you said, the, the non-destructive testing companies too. So it really does cover the the entire gamut of the, the 3D technology industry. Yeah, and I, the um, companies that I'm talking to, it's really truly across the spectrum. So uh, there, we expect that... Um, our founding member team, which each founding member has a seat on our board of directors, so it's a significant role. So it truly is a sustaining membership where it's not a, an annual membership. It's ongoing in perpetuity. As long as the founding member companies remain in good standing, they participate in board meetings, uh, they pay their annual dues, and they're engaged, um, they will be me- founding members forever. And so it's, a, it's a key responsibility that they have to attend our meetings and participate in the strategic direction of the organization uh, in determining, um, you know, the voting rights of our members and making some, some really key decisions on the research we commission. So by having broad representation across the industry, that, to, to go back to your earlier question about um, our research in the future, what would that look like? That is going to be really um tied into who is on our board of directors. And they, as a, as a team, will vote on which research initiatives we commission and what we might put forward to the membership to vote on as well.
this episode of Additive Insight is brought to you in association with TCT360, the event for 3D printing and additive manufacturing intelligence. Join TCT on the 29th of June to the 1st of July 2021 at the NEC Birmingham for three days, 60 features and a conference lineup that explores whatever stage of development you're at, whether it's evaluation, adoption or optimization. Register now at tct360.com.